0: Welcome to another inspirational message from City Life Center Church. If you are ever in the area, come visit one of our services. We would love to meet you. Enjoy the message. enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it, but small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it, this is what the Lord says, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths, ask where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls, hey guys, are you in, in. alright let's go, God bless you, have a seat, And get your Bibles popped open. You gotta pop open your Bible to Acts chapter number three. Acts 3, New Testament. Pop your Bibles open now. I'm starting a new series of messages today through the whole month of September called Adventure Ahead. And listen, the adventure is only accessible through one name, and that name is what? Five years ago. We held our grand opening for City Life Center right here. And there were just a, there was just a handful of us back then. Uh, my family and, and Jack and, and Chris Hill, who just walked off the platform. Carlene and her kids. And we kind of set up a few little chairs here in the middle and spread them way out. So it would feel like we had a few people here. And there were a few other college students who had uh, temporarily committed to help us get the, get things started. But we believed in a huge future. We believed in what God could and would do As he raised up a church here in the heart of the city that was simply Bible-based and Jesus-focused. Five years ago, my hair wasn't quite this white. (laughs) But we believed for something here in Fort Worth that many had tried before but was just unattainable and so what we did is we we kept ourselves focused and and uh and we decided from the very very beginning that city life would camp around the name of jesus to be enthralled with his beauty and his majesty and his power and his love we decided that the people who had gone before us who had sacrificed so that we could occupy and own this building to be a beacon for jesus that we would honor those people and, and, and it's because jesus name gives us access to the father and he is the only way to life. With Jesus, our lives don't get smaller. They become wider. There's more potential and there's more blessing. So so we decided from day one, Jesus is our central pillar. And for those of you who call City Life your home, make Jesus be the central pillar of your home and your life as well. With with, with Jesus at the center, I'm telling you guys, there is an adventure ahead for City Life. And I'm telling you, that has definitely happened already. And there's an adventure ahead for you also. There's this vast expanse of the goodness of God that's just waiting out there for you to seize it. City Life, we're a five-year-old church, but we are expansive, and we're creative, and we are multiplying, and as it is for your church, may it be in your lives, and your home, because I'm around here, we're not into religious ruts, and I don't want that in my life anyway, either. I, I choose adventure. Come on, take a look in your Bibles in Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Because in this story, a pattern was laid out for us after Jesus departed the earth and as the church was getting established. It says, one day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth, he couldn't walk, he was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. The gate was named what? Okay, there's this gate. His name was Beautiful. It wasn't just like, gee, that's beautiful. No, it was the name was beautiful, all right? And that was where he was put every day to beg from those that were going into the temple courts. Now, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. You know, a lot of times, you, you know, when, when that happens, we live in the city, when that happens, sometimes you don't look straight at the person. But, but they, they, they looked straight at him. And Peter said, look at us. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from him. And Peter said, we don't have any money. (laughs) I love it. Can you imagine the man? But what I do have, I'm going to give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Walk taking him up by his right hand he helped him and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong and and he jumped to his feet and he began to walk and, and he went with them into the temple courts walking and jumping and praising god that gate was called gate beautiful it was about 75 feet tall made of bronze it was shining and brilliant history tells us that it would take about 20 strong men just to open and close it it, it was dazzling it was beautiful but this gate was also a place where beggars would come and the, this maimed crippled beggar was not allowed through gate beautiful he wasn't allowed see because the man in our story was not of the caliber to be able to go in So what he did is he stayed outside the gate, and he called out for money all of his life. Now, Peter and John noticed the man. They stopped, and they they got his attention, but they didn't have any money. But they gave him something that was priceless, and it's simply this. In the name of Jesus, commanding him to rise and walk. See, see, Peter knew that Jesus' name was the answer, giving this man the ability then to walk into this vast expanse of a new and adventuresome future. Hey, I mean, imagine the man. He's healed and he's walking and running and leaping. He's able to go where he wants unassisted. He had been at that gate for approximately 1,400 days. He had been taken to that gate. But now, for the first time, he was able to go through Gate Beautiful and into the temple and walking and jumping and running through uh, uh, Gate Beautiful. He he could literally... and even physically praise God and worship God like never before. He, he, he entered into this vast expanse through the name of Jesus. One name changed this man's destiny. The name of Jesus. It was the summer of 1983. I was 17 years old. I was living in Odessa, Texas, and I had graduated from Permian High School, Mojo, which is, by the way, the original Friday Night Lights school. I was there. I experienced it, and I also uh, worked at Bill Sears Supermarket Number 3, a local supermarket chain in Odessa, and one afternoon, uh, my manager asked me to go and get lunch for him, and he said, hey, I want you to drive up to this little restaurant, it's about three miles away up on North Dixie Boulevard, any of you guys know Odessa? Well... Uh, I, was, I was going up uh, North Dixie Boulevard and it had been raining the previous few days, which is quite odd for Odessa. And around there, where, when it rains, water gushes into the ravines and it fills up any low spot or, or, or any low area very quickly and, and water doesn't really like soak into the ground very well in that desert. It just kind of sits there for a while. And I was driving my silver 1978 Datsun 510. <laughs> That's before they changed the name to Nissan. You know, Nissan is still Datsun in my, in my eyes. Hey, I have to understand. And, but but I, was, I was in that road, and as I was going down that road, there was this spot, a low spot, that I thought was just covered with a little water, but, but it wasn't what I thought. It was actually a huge hole in the asphalt. It, uh, come to find out, it was about one foot deep and about three feet in diameter. And I hit this hole going 40 miles per hour my left front tire blew bending the rim and I immediately uh, lost control of the car my my car veered over into the lane of the oncoming traffic and this van was coming toward me and and back in those days uh, we didn't wear safety belts I mean those are just things just to kind of play with you know they were just there uh, some of you remember those days you you know and and that's where, where like you you have someone with you and you put on the brakes and you try to hold them because yeah, you know there's no seat belt and airbags, well, average cars didn't even have airbags then, only a few cars had them, and I was going to crash. I, I braced, but as I braced, I held onto that steering wheel, with all my might, pushed myself back in the seat, I remember doing it, and I just screamed one name, Jesus, that's all I had time to do, and I, and I closed my eyes, naturally, and I smashed head on into that van. A few moments later, I woke up, and somebody was trying to open the door to my car, I saw glass was everywhere. The windshield was, was shattered. and the, uh, the hood of the car was smashed up all against the front. And, uh, and I could see my steering wheel was bent, literally bent from holding and bracing during the impact. My head hurt. Uh, my leg was bleeding. But I was alive. I continued to whisper, Jesus, Jesus. As I was getting out of the car, I began to hear some screaming about half a block away, and that's where the van was located. See, the ambulance arrived, and I later learned that the driver and the passenger, they were hospitalized with several broken bones and were in the hospital for quite some time. No one perished, but I was alive and walking around. Police officer, he said, hey, kid, The combined impact speed of your two vehicles was 70 miles per hour. He looked at me and he said, you must have angels watching over you because no one walks away from an accident like this. But you see, guys, I was in Jesus' hands. Because I put myself there. And Jesus had a huge adventure ahead of me and I am living it today. You see, through the name of Jesus, I had the, the, the same access to God's power that Peter and John had when they encountered the layman. And when I saw that I was going to impact that van, I didn't call on my mom's name. I didn't call on my dad's name. I didn't call on State Farm Insurance. <laughs> no! I called on Jesus! <laughs> you see, names have power. They do. I mean, emotions rise up in this when we hear certain names, maybe like Hitler. Einstein, Shakespeare, Jesus. You have a name. You might feel proud of your name uh, because of the family heritage that it represents, or you may have changed it from one to another for a variety of reasons, but but names carry great power. We give people names to identify them. In fact, parents will spend months, and some of you have been doing this, uh, dreaming and deciding upon the name for your soon-to-be-born child. My name is Timothy Woody. Timothy means honoring God. Woody, it's my surname. It's the common strand that goes back in my lineage to when, when William Woody immigrated to the Virginia Colony from England in the 1750s. So my identity is in my name given to me by my parents. It's on my ID card, it's on my passport, my bank account, my insurance documents and everything. And, and to give someone else authority... What I have to do is I have to sign my name, but my name also has limitations. It won't get me into the White House, and it won't even get me into the governor's mansion, no. But my name will get me into some places around here that others might not be able to get into simply because they know the abbreviated form of my name, which is Tim Woody. See, a name has power. (laughs) Recently, Jordan was uh, trying to make a purchase with one of our church bank cards, and, and the purchase was approved by me. And I had also authorized him to have and possess a card that even has his name boldly imprinted on the front of it. I can do that because my name is on the account because I'm one of the signers. But for some reason, I don't know what he was trying to purchase that day, but fraud was detected. And and, uh, and skinny jeans, I don't know what he was doing, but... (laughs) fraud was detected and his card was frozen and 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 so he tried calling the phone number on the back of the card, but the bank's not going to help him why it's because jordan's name might be on the card but jordan's name is not on the account so tim woody had to call the bank and then i had to confirm that i was tim woody and then my name reauthorized his card to be used again that's the power of a name you see, but, but the victory and the power and the promise that we have, it's not in an earthly name. Our names are actually pretty shallow. That, that name that gives us power is Jesus, and, and he can empower us to do anything. Just like that bank card was unfrozen because of the name of Tim Woody, the one who has legal authority, there is one name where no problem, no heartache, and no agony can continue to exist whenever we impart that name of Jesus. You see, guys, any impact we have in this world really comes from Jesus. That's why we made it clear around here from the beginning, City Life is Jesus-focused. And, and today, I'm just reminding us of that. See, we're not ashamed of that name. We, we've, what we've been doing here for five years is not just merely about a church called City life but it's about a savior named Jesus. But tragically, we often operate within the limitations of our own names. And we, and we, we settle for less. And we, we, especially those of us who live and work and play in the heart of the big city, we, we, we know how to squeeze about everything out of life that we possibly can. We're trained for it. fact we're lured by the opportunities that scream out all around us but i'm telling you guys every pursuit of pleasure and prosperity and notoriety and influence and education and success it will be a very low ceiling compared to what jesus decides and desires to give to you and will give you and is giving you You see, the name of Jesus causes you to go places you've never gone before and do things you've never done before. The name of Jesus takes you onto an unimaginable adventure. Paul said this. He said, God greatly exalted Jesus to the highest place and gave him, look at these words, the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus... How many knees are going to bow? Every. Does that include Hitler? Yes. Does that include Hillary Clinton? Does that include Donald Trump? Does that include Obama? Yes! in heaven and in earth and under the earth and every single tongue will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, the name above all names. There's this one name that we find where, where deity chooses to embrace mortality and the lowest of man so that we could join him for eternity. This is the name that brings out great emotion to the heretic and the skeptic and the majestic and the homicidal and the suicidal. There's no other name that changes nature and mindsets and matter, names that open blinds eyes and unstops deaf ears and and cures cancer. See, Jesus is the only way. He opens this up to anyone who calls on his name, which brings us to our paradox, because Jesus is is as much inclusive as he is exclusive. See, Jesus gives us this upside-down approach. It's, I think it's elegant. I think it's beautiful. It doesn't fit into the culture of this world because Jesus is the name that separates, but it's also named, the name that brings incredible inclusion, See, Jesus is the name that allows us to make sense of our lives in this imperfect world. Jesus is the name that gives us hope in spite of our failures and our shortcomings. Jesus is the name that dispels darkness and brings light. Jesus is the name that transforms heartaches into joy. Jesus reverses death and brings life. And I'm not ashamed of his name. know, if Jesus on your life doesn't mean that you're better, It doesn't mean that you're perfect, but it means that you have hope. It means you have a future. It means that you don't have to live in guilt and shame and condemnation. The name of Jesus means that you get another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance. The name of Jesus means that there's no financial disaster. There's no war that will be your final demise. The name of Jesus means that there is no divorce, no disappointment, there's no disease or no personal failure that's going to become your epitaph. So in order to enjoy this spacious, wide, open, inclusive adventure, we simply have to believe what Jesus said and this. It's this. We say it every day. Enter through the exclusive, narrow gate. Wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And what is that gate? It's Jesus. See, this first became um, the foundation Scripture and inspiration for this Adventure Highway thing that we've been doing this year. It was about this time last year, this this, uh, Scripture began to really stir in my heart and and became the scaffold of what God has been doing among us this year. And and even though He is the exclusive small small gate, I, I, I believe strongly that His way is not as restrictive as most people make Him out to be. Yeah, he said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one gets to the Father except through me. So one name is is, is foundational for us all, for this abundant life that God's called us to. But Jesus was absolutely clear. It is also exclusive. He said, I am the way. Jesus didn't say, I'm the tour director. He didn't say, I'm the traffic cop. No, he said, I am the way. The name of Jesus is exclusive But the message of Jesus is inclusive. That's what we call the gospel. It's good news, totally inclusive. So Jesus invites everyone, the wealthy and the poor, the men and the women, the young, the old, the powerful and the weak, the upstanding citizens and the felons to receive the wonderful gift of grace and enter into the vast expanse of what he has when they confess his name. See, Jesus opens up the gate for all The gospel of Jesus is the most inclusive message anywhere in this world. And it has taken my life into the vast expanse that I I, I can't imagine living any other way. The gospel of Jesus takes this church into a vast expanse. This is the passion of this five-year-old little church church. To build people's spiritual lives and and to also build your everyday lives through the power of Jesus. And my prayer is that what happens here on Sundays will apply to your Mondays, and it will impact the health of your relationships and your marriage and your family. Because it, what happens here, your Jesus encounters, will make a difference when you're on the job, when you're serving in the community. My desire is that God blesses our house of worship, and as He does so, He will bless your homes and your businesses and your your individual lives as well therefore for five years now we have come together on every Sunday morning and every time we come together we gather and pray before we do anything so that God will be present in the house so that God will be real in the house because I don't care how nice the production is and how perfect everything if the presence of God isn't here it's a waste guys My desire has always been that this be a place where we worship and reflect upon the goodness and the glory of Jesus. This guy is not interested in stale, dead religion. Uh Uh-uh. I am not interested in going through religious motions. I don't want to just say, yeah, okay, we did our stuff, we did church. No, I don't want to do church. I am interested in the power of God and his spirit working in our daily lives. Therefore, what happens in this house must be carried out through you into this community and around the world. So your adventure begins here. My passion is that Fort Worth will become a better place to raise your children, to have healthy marriages and to live and to do business and to play because the presence of God is strong in our city. Because because of Jesus, we carry God's Spirit into our offices and into our schools and into our homes and onto the Sundance Square Plaza. We carry that Spirit into the gym and into our bedrooms and we carry Him wherever we go. Therefore, the message of Jesus is central to this five-year-old church, and that will never change. Our wealth and our education in this world its only going to take us so far. Our business savvy around here and our relational networks, that will only bring us help to a certain degree. But the name of Jesus will open gates, and it will change lives forever. The name of Jesus is the one that causes the lame to get up and walk again. Jesus is gate-beautiful. He's the one that lets us experience freedom and and this this vast expanse of adventure. I know it's not always a life of perfect bliss. No true adventure is is without its bumps and bruises and sprains and strains and obstacle. I, I know that. And our adventure highway may be challenging at times, but there's so much life in Jesus a few months ago, our theme was the backcountry, and we talked about the tough things that we go through on this adventure highway, about difficulties in our journey. And, but the truth is, our walk with Jesus, in spite of the difficulties we face, it, it, is, it is overall abundant, and it is blessed, and it is large, and it is wide, and it is liberating. The adventure highway of following Jesus, although it is sometimes difficult, is never restricting, constricting, or restraining Israel's King David in the Old Testament, he knew this, he was on his journey, and he found some challenges every once in a while, and in the midst of his trek, he said these words, he said, God, you enlarge the path under me, so my feet do not slip. So it always baffles me when somebody thinks that serving Christ is about losing freedom or living with this restrictive, boring life or, or, or having to do weird things and, and, and use a bunch of churchy words where nobody even knows what you're talking about. Because <laughs> in Jesus, we walk through the narrow gate. And he leads us into this broad place of enormous potential that we're gonna be talking about this month. Jesus is the name I have relied upon ever since I was a young child, and I will not abandon that name for the rest of my life. Jesus is the one that I will worship for eternity. Jesus is the one who gets me off of the treadmill of death. Jesus is the name that rises above your company name. Jesus is the name that is more significant than your surname. Jesus is the name that gives you access to the Father. Jesus is the one whose throne You and I will stand before. And Jesus will look at you. And he's also going to look at me. And I believe he's going to smile at me. And I I believe he's going to smile at you and say, well done good and faith-filled servant. Now, I've always wondered that, how he's going to say that in every language. And and is he going to say it in Hebrew to the the Jewish people? Well, probably. Is is he he going to say it to the British? Well done, good and faithful. I don't know. But I know what he's going to say to us. He's going to say, well done, good and faith-filled servant. Yeah. Good Texan. Enter into your deserved rest and joy like you've never known. I, I just think he's going to say it that way you see it's simple our key is jesus the name of jesus He's the name that will cause you to be able to go where you've never gone and to do what you've never done. One name is that key, and it's the name of Jesus. He breaks down walls and demolishes strongholds in our own lives. The name of Jesus is the one we take into the marketplace with grace and humility and gentleness. The name of Jesus is the one that changes mindsets and ways of thinking. The name of Jesus is the one that, that, uh, that, that turns situations around in our lives that have been caused by our own mistakes Tragic consequences in our lives and in the lives of our families and friends. See, because what Jesus says is Jesus reverses evil. Jesus brings hope. Jesus heals. Jesus saves. Jesus restores. Jesus never fails. Jesus holds all authority in heaven and in earth. And Jesus is the cornerstone and central pillar of City Life Center. He's the center of my life and he is the giver of life. Jesus said, I have come that you may have What? What? Life and have a little bit of life. Is that what he said? No. See, Satan comes for theft, death, and destruction. John 10.10 also tells us that. But Jesus said, I have come that you may life and have it to the what? To have it to the what? Sounds pretty inclusive. See, this inclusive Jesus is all about it's all about making himself available to all people without regard to socioeconomic levels and education and gender and age and nationality or the mistakes you've made in life. Jesus will sustain you as you blaze new trails and carve out new adventures. He's going to open up new doors for you. He's going to close some old doors. Jesus is the source of life. Jesus is what makes me, me. Because he gives me a life to the full. If you believe in this name and you trust in this name and you use this name, the storms of life will not destroy you. You remain anchored no matter what nails you from behind or what comes at you from the side or what may be coming at you from right in front of you because you hit a hole. (laughs) The name of Jesus will keep you strong and secure and whole even though you may have steered your life into a ditch and crashed because of your own misjudgments and, and, and sins and failures. See, Jesus craves that you live life to the full. He wants you to experience this adventure he's created for you. He he doesn't want you to perish. He doesn't want you to suffer. Rebecca and I faced the experience of a miscarriage in 1994. We just turned everything off and huddled together at home and we cried. We called out to the name of Jesus. And Jesus carried us through the loss and the pain losing this child because of Jesus Rebecca and I we're going to get to see our unborn child in eternity our fourth child and my sons will be able to meet the sibling they never grew up with When <laughs> we suffered a personal financial disaster in 2009 it was the name of Jesus that we looked to as our hope and as our anchor Jesus carried us through When my Datsun 510 leapt off the pavement and over into oncoming traffic, it was the name of Jesus that rescued me from disaster. You see, when all is shaken, the name of Jesus and his promises, they are unshakable. It's through this name of Jesus that you can have a new beginning, a new day, new hope, and new life. God loves you, and he's on your side, and he is not willing that one of you should perish. Therefore, he sent his only son, Jesus, to save me because God knows I needed it, and to save you from the faith. the world would try to bring on us through the power of jesus name you're able to put your foot through the door and to walk into this vast expanse of adventure and life like you've never known it before and even after you walk through that gate should you stumble or fall because you will at times there's no other name other than the name of jesus that will get you back on your feet and he will lift you up again and again and again and he is not counting how many times you've fallen down he doesn't have a three strikes policy. Thank God. Jesus is the best news possible, especially for the things we don't know how to deal with. The name of Jesus is strong yet tender. He's fierce yet gentle. He's trustworthy. He's he's sincere. He's merciful. He is immensely powerful. And through Jesus, we can have a legacy of power in our lives and possibility and purposes that that, that we've never even really tapped into. So, how do you get through the narrow gate? It's the name of Jesus. There's no other name. There's no other way. Here's how to choose the narrow gate. If you declare with your mouth, you have to say it, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You go through the beautiful gate. Will you close your eyes for a moment? Focus internally. You're craving for more life? Are you in a ditch? Is your head spinning from all of life's frustrations and challenges? Are you on this stale treadmill of of deadly predictability? Are you boxed in, not experiencing the vast adventure of life to the full? If that's you, I want to pray for you, and I want you to receive this prayer right now. Just receive this. Dear God, today I speak the powerful name of Jesus over everyone in this house. I speak Jesus church over your health Jesus over your family Jesus over your safety Jesus over the workplace Jesus over your relationships and Jesus over your home thank you God for the power made available to us through the name of Jesus and I believe that name and we believe that name and nothing will overcome us or prevent us from seeing the promises that God has planned for our lives also, if you're not serving God and you want to know this Jesus that I've been talking about all morning, you want a clean slate and you want to live your life with a renewed sense of purpose before we do corporate communion. And if you would like to participate in communion, I just want to say, make things right with Jesus today. I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond and walk through that narrow gate. If you want to be included in this closing prayer, make Jesus the Lord of your life. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want to ask you to simply raise your hand and acknowledge outwardly what's happening inwardly, that God loves you so much, and you know Jesus died for you so that you can have life, and you want to receive Jesus as your Savior today. Would you lift your hand for me so that I can see? Just hold it up for a minute so I can see, it. I want to pray with you. Thanks. Who else? Who else this morning? I, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to make things right between me and my new Lord and Savior. I'm coming back to Jesus. Who would lift your hands and say, I I need to come back to Jesus. Come thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Tell you what. If you raise your hand, I'm going to ask that you, along with everyone else in this room, pray these words with me. Come on, just pray it out loud. Just right where you're sitting. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying for my sin. I believe you're the son of God. Forgive my sins. Today I give up my past, and I embrace the adventure ahead that you have for me. Thank you for cleansing me of my sin. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. For more information about how you can get involved with City Life locally, text CONNECT to 41411. Again, that's CONNECT to 41411. Or visit us online at citylifecenter.org. We would love to